Hello and welcome to V&A Dundee. We're an international design museum showcasing the brilliance of Scottish creativity and the best of design from around the world. The following audio was recorded live at V&A Dundee as part of our public programme. If you'd like to come along to our next event, head over to the website for details. Hello, I'm Dr Jen Valley. I'm a research manager at V&A Dundee working on our Design for Business programme. But I'm also a researcher affiliated to the University of Dundee and my research practice is aligned to fashion and the circular economy. Today I'm going to talk about our project, Sewing Box for the Future. The purpose of the Sewing Box is to inspire people to provide some basic guiding principles and instructions for extending the life of your own clothing. The project has lots of activities that can be downloaded from our website and be applied to update your wardrobe. Traditionally, a sewing box would have been something we all had within our own home for altering, repairing and making our own clothing. Today, this isn't always the case and not everyone has a needle and thread to hand or knows how to use them. The knowledge and skills required to replace a button, repair a hole or alter a hem are no longer being passed on from one generation to the next. This project has retrospectively reviewed basic sewing skills to produce a set of instructional cards for carrying out some simple acts of care, repair and customisation. We've worked with designers who are using these skills to demonstrate how they might be applied to clothing to rethink the future of fashion. However, this project is a call to action and we are really keen to learn more about what is valuable, useful and relevant to you. So why is this important? The figures are stark. Around 1.1 million tonnes of clothing are produced every year in the UK with a value of £30 billion. But most of us only use 30-40% to 40% of the clothing in our own wardrobe. The growth of clothing sales is also odds with utilisation. So we're producing more than we actually need. And this notion of fast fashion, where people are investing in a low-cost item, for example, a t-shirt at £5. This isn't designed to be long life or durable. And retailers often promote the, this concept of a seasonal trend with the intention of making clothing obsolete. The fashion and retail industries have been really slow to respond to the challenge this poses for planet so there's an environmental impact but there's also ethical implications across the supply chain which is complex and fragmented and the working conditions are really poor in some cases. There's been a lot of movement more recently particularly around the Rana Plaza factory disaster and retailers are starting to respond to address these issues. An example of such is a UK high street retailer, Marks & Spencers, who worked in partnership with Oxfam and the Centre for Sustainable Fashion, who are based at the University of the Arts in London. They worked together to design and develop a consumer take-back scheme called Swapping. And this encourages individuals to drop off clothing to their stores at designated drop-off points, and it's incentivised through a voucher scheme so in doing so, they are given a £5 voucher, which they can offset against a new purchase. They also designed and produced an exhibition to interrogate this concept. 
and they attached 10,000 garments to the exterior of the building to demonstrate how much clothing is disposed of in the UK every five minutes. But they were also really keen to explore how designers might play a role in transforming, updating and adapting this reclaimed clothing to create new design services and business models. So I was invited to work with them to develop a workshop which was titled Unpick and Remix where individuals unpicked a garment and then this was then de designed for reassembly. This was a really valuable process and I urge anyone curious to give this a go. So you'll need a seam ripper and a garment, preferably something close to the end of life. And it's important to understand how to deconstruct a garment. This really enables us to understand and question the time, the different skills, resources, everything that's required to produce an everyday piece of clothing. Before moving on, it's really important to highlight the notion of fashion is complex and supply chains are far from transparent. Movements like fashion revolution are wonderful because it encourages people and us as individuals and consumers to ask questions such as who made my clothes and to love our clothing for as long as we possibly can. Fashion Revolution encourages people to share their fashion love stories and they have a fantastic range of resources online on their website and they also publish a zine each year interrogating a different theme. Through the Sewing Box for the Future exhibition, we really wanted to demonstrate that extending the lifetime of clothing that you already own can make a really big impact collectively. Every year, billions of tonnes of clothing are thrown away to make room for new ones. But 95% of this discarded clothing could have been recycled or upcycled. And we don't always interrogate the materials that have been used when purchasing new clothing. So for the exhibition, we produced an infographic to illustrate the amount of time it takes materials to degrade in landfill. So did you know that synthetic sportswear can take over 200 years to decompose in landfill? that trainers can take over a thousand years, but that cotton socks or a linen t-shirt can decompose in just a week or two. If you need to recycle clothing, we do have some top tips on our deck of cards that are downloadable and they are available on our resource page for the sewing box. But you in Scotland, you can visit recycleforscotland.com or in England, recyclenow.com. And there's further information about local drop-off points and collection facilities within your area if you enter your postcode. It's still not widely possible to recycle clothing made from mixed fibres. Recently there's been some fantastic industry breakthroughs and I imagine that will change quite quickly moving forward. But if we knew more about the fibres that made up clothing and our own wardrobes, we could begin to make better choices in the first place. Our consumption and use of clothing is at odds with each other. So huge amounts of non-renewable resources are used to make clothing that's only often worn a few times before being sent on to landfill. The circular economy is about making things last. It's an economic system and it aims to eliminate waste, but essentially to support the continual use of resources. Applied to the fashion industry, 
The circular economy aims to make materials last and to retain them at their highest value for as long as possible. As individuals, we can reduce our impact on the planet by keeping clothing in circulation for as long as possible and out of landfill. This means exhausting every opportunity for rewearing, reusing, remaking and repurposing. Not too long ago, the skills required to care for, repair and customise clothing were commonplace. But today, many people do not know how to mend a hole in their favourite jumper or how to adjust the size of a treasured garment that's become too small. The Singer book titled Clothing Care and Repair has been a great inspiration to our team in developing and designing the sewing box for the future project. It was published in 1985 and it's packed with incredibly valuable hints, tips and techniques to extend the life and usability of everyday clothing. So moving on to prototyping the exhibition. We started with a really big list of different techniques and how-to instructions. The sewing box will grow over time and to begin to start to narrow down our list, we worked with Vini Dundee's Young People's Collective and museum staff and together we started to test and experiment with lots of different activities. Everyone's played a massive role in collect collectively feeding back what they enjoyed and also sharing insights about how they might use these skills at home with their friends, family and children. Throughout this prototyping and testing stage, the repair activity for mending holes using a needle filter has proved to be one of the most popular tasks. So people have been incredibly creative, mending their garments and using colourful felt wool to create their own monsters, magical creatures, abstract patterns and shapes. All of the activities were developed to be as accessible as possible with no expensive equipment required. And these are repairs and changes that we can all potentially make at the kitchen table with a needle and thread. So there's no need to have access to a sewing machine. Everything can be done by hand. But this is a live research project and we're really keen to capture feedback. So please do share any suggestions with us using the hashtag Future Sewing Box. To design the exhibition, we wanted to create a participatory space that would be a call of action to people. We wanted everything to be hands-on and for people to go away feeling inspired and empowered and upskilled so they can essentially try these skills at home. And that the exhibition would also be a space for people to share knowledge, experience, stories across different generations. The space was designed by Scott Brotherton and his team of Vini Dundee and it's a modular system. The exhibition showcases garments and explains the different themes from care, repair and customise. And this is also presenting the cards and the instructional activities. There's also three designated spaces for people to try out different activities. And this has been completely open access, so there's no booking required, there's absolutely no cost. And the hope is to upskill people and to spark their curiosity and inspire them, but also to invite those with advanced knowledge to share their expertise and experiences with others. The exhibition has been evaluated. This is a live research project, 
So there's also a postcard for people to leave comments and we've encouraged them to share what they'd learned from that visit in the present today. So what did you learn today and what will you use this for? They're then invited to make a pledge for tomorrow. So for something that they'll continue to do. And there's a list of examples, so they'll check a box next to that example. And it could be something from washing their clothing less, or visibly mending, or wearing a new item, at least 30 wears before passing on. And then finally, they are invited to make a recommendation for the future. So let's take a look at the sewing box. So the sewing box aims to make, show how making small changes can make a really big difference. And it brings together pioneering projects by designers that are already rethinking how clothing might be designed, used and cared for in the future. And there's also practical activities for visitors to try in the museum or by themselves at home. So hemming trousers or darning a sock might seem time consuming or overwhelming at first, but with a needle and thread and a few guiding principles, it's absolutely possible to update and extend the life of your wardrobe in a sustainable and responsible way. The project and exhibition has three core themes, which is care, repair and customise. We also have activities for each of the themes and we worked with the designers who are featured we are interrogating future practices around the future of fashion and invited them to showcase a garment from their previous collections. We've also included a resource page for the sewing box with links to their work, so please do check that out. But I'll go through each of them in detail and provide more information. The activities are happening in the museum, but the cards are available to take away and to try at home. There's a link within the resource page that accompanies this talk so that you can download them. But people are also sharing their feedback and also examples of what they've worked on using the hashtag future sewing box. So the first card, this illustrates everything that you'll need and each card has an illustration and an infographic of what's required to complete each activity. So to build a starter kit, you'll need a needle, some thread, tailor's chalk, a darning mushroom, a darning needle, scissors, felting needle punch, seam ripper, buttons, zips, measuring tape and some sewing pins. We also use three basic stitches, which is running stitch, blind hem stitch and a satin stitch. So I'm now going to discuss each of the themes within the exhibition. So the first is care. So looking after clothing by washing and caring for them appropriately or by making an inventory of what you already have will help you get better use out of your clothing. So we've got two activities for this theme, one on how to wash your clothing and another on revitalising your wardrobe. So too many clothes end up in landfill before they need to because of overwashing or washing disasters. And this is informed by the tiny labels tucked away inside our garments that have washing symbols, but they're often really complex to understand. We did a lot of user testing and I have to admit myself included, I didn't know what each of those labels referred to. So the idea is that this washing card that annotates all of these symbols with clear instructions could be placed 
in your own home by your washing machine or you can attach it to your fridge and it explains all of the symbols but it also shares some top tips. Now we collected a lot of top tips from all of the testing and prototyping we did for this exhibition and to fit this onto the card we did have to do a bit of an edit but we're really keen to share that and we will be using our hashtag to share that moving forward. But the idea is that you also start to jot down any top tips that you might have and please do share them with us because we would really love to learn more from you. So some of the examples we've included on the card is a guppy bag. So this is a synthetic bag that you can put your laundry into, um, synthetic clothing, usually mixed fibres or polyester. And the purpose of this bag is to stop the little tiny microfibers from the synthetic clothing travelling out from your washing machine into rivers or oceans. And it captures it so when you've finished your cycle you take out the bag, you remove your clothing and then you can collect out all these tiny fibres and you can dispose of them more appropriately. Another top tip is an e-cloth. Now an e-cloth can be purchased for £5 and this can be used to spot clean very stubborn stains only using water. So it's quite a useful, handy um, cloth to have at home and prevents you from having to wash a garment just by a tiny little mark that you can remove off quite, remove quite quickly. And we did a lot of testing, it really does do what it says on the box. So that's worth having a go. Um, within the pop-up exhibition, we featured work by Philippa Kay and we've included their care kit. Now this includes five items for caring for your clothing. So there's a water repellent spray for jackets. There's one of the guppy bags that we mentioned in the top tips. There's a clothing brush. So traditionally people would brush down their jacket when they came back from outside or wherever they've been to maintain and care and clean it as they used it. There's also a sweater stone for depilling, which is quite useful to remove all of the fuzz and bobbles on usually knitwear. And there's also a pocket-sized clothing brush that you can put into your pocket and you can take out and about with you if you wanted to. Um, we also have a garment from Philippa Kay, which is titled The Everlasting Trench Coat. Now this is made from 100% recycled materials and it's also 100% recyclable. This um, garment was an output from the Mistra Future Fashion Research Project and the design team at the Centre for Circular Design who are based at the University of the Arts in London. The centre was founded by Professor Rebecca Early and Dr Kay Goldsworthy and please do visit, they've just launched a YouTube channel which has a fantastic range of videos and to show their different design-led innovation methods that they've embedded within big industry brands and also through big consortium projects like Mistra Future Fashion. So there's wonderful resources around circular design thinking and innovation. So moving on to repair. Mending a hole or replacing a button can take only a few minutes, but this has the potential to extend the lifetime of a garment for many years to come. So if you repair in a visible way, you can add to the garment's story and you can wear your darn as a badge of honour. We were really struck by this movement towards visible mending, where people deliberately shun pristine, beautiful stitches 
and create something bright, bold and loud. Through darning or patching a hole, we can make a small political act. It also shows that we're proactive, we're not passive, and we want to take back some of the ownership of the fashion industry for ourselves. So rather than hiding or appear, we can celebrate caring and repairing over buying fast fashion. And by wearing it a few extra times, we're empowered, we're making a choice there rather than sending it straight onto landfill. The activity cards for repairing for the repair section are repairing a hole, and we've got two techniques for this. So using basic darning or needle felting. We also have a instructions for replacing a button and also instructions for replacing a broken zip. The instructions are all how to do this by hand. Um, it takes a little bit longer, but it can be done absolutely anywhere without the need for accessing a sewing machine. Within the pop-up exhibition, we have a jumper and socks by Celia Pym, and this is titled Where Holes Happen. Celia Pym is an advocate for visible mending, and she believes that clothing repairs don't need to be discreet. So for the Women's Hour Craft Prize at the v in London, this was around 2017 to 18, she mended 94 holy garments brought in by members of the public. And this sweatshirt and pair of socks are part of a whole tracksuit onto which she replicated all 94 repairs, creating a map of where holes happen the most. So please do have a look at Celia's website to preview this full collection. It's absolutely beautiful. And there's also links to other projects which really demonstrates the full rich range of different ways that darning could be applied to lots of different garments to extend their life. And our final theme is customise. So bored of your clothes, customising something you already have is a sustainable way to update your wardrobe and by adjusting the size of a garment or by embellishing it, you can really make it your own. So the activities within this section include altering a hemline by hand, creating your own bespoke embellishment, or laser cutting a modular garment. So within the exhibition, we have a Levi's jacket, which we bought from Depop. And this is a mobile app for buying or swapping clothing, which was then customised by textile designer Chloe Patience. So Chloe um, worked up this design and she also created the instructions for the card for us. Chloe's designs have been worn by Beyonce and Lady Gaga. And she, for this design, she's used sequins from the Sustainable Sequin Company. And these are made from bioplastic and they are biodegradable. This one garment already had a history and its life has been extended through a beautiful piece of design that's improved the jacket, but it's also made it more appealing as well as more personal. And the card also shows you how to create, within this instance, it's a sequin snake embellishment, but it can be absolutely any design you like. And each instructional step shows you how you can realise this concept for yourself. We also have a collection of modular garments by the Post Couture Collective, and they've designed a set of downloadable garments that can be made and assembled by the end user without any sewing at all. Their vision of clothing, clothing design breaks with the traditional fashion system and is built upon the principles of the open source movement. So it's about sharing digital designs online that can then be used 
um, in a laser cutting facility in a local maker space. And the garments are all made from separate pieces that the end user can then choose to make up in any colour and they can then mix and match or adapt them in any way they like. Alongside the sewing box, Stitch School have undertaken a residency. So this was co-founded in 2017 by Melanie Bowles and Amy Betts and through embroidery kits, workshops and community events they provide professional and inspirational guidance that can help people reconnect with the benefits of embroidery. This project emerged from the idea of a supper cloth, providing a space for people to sit down, slow down and feed their creativity through stitching and co-creating what they call a communal supper cloth. Participants explore different embroidery stitches and they all learn together and in doing so, they create this communal cloth to celebrate the art of needlework. But by discovering the benefits of stitching, this becomes a form of de-stressing, which encourages making as an antidote to modern life. And it's also about creating a sense of well-being and relaxation. They designed three bespoke textile prints for us. And these prints and designs have been inspired by Mary Quant. And this provides a canvas template for the public to stitch into to co-create a set of community stitched Mary Quant dresses. So whether you're an experienced needleworker or you've never tried sewing before, we've been encouraging people to have a seat at the table and to have a go at following a pattern using the stitch instructions. So it's a big piece of fabric stretched over a canvas, almost like a huge scaled up embroidery hoop. About six people can sit around the table at any one time. And there's some instructions provided. So Stitch School have provided an A to Z of embroidery stitches using the alphabet. So every letter inspires a different stitch. And these are illustrated too. So people can follow the instructions, work into it using the materials provided. And what's been lovely about this is it is very intergenerational. So Participants have included tiny children from three years old up to all different ages and demographics and people are sitting around this table at one time sharing stories and having conversations and learning together. So using our three bespoke prints, they've been engineered onto the template of open source pattern for Mary Quant dress. It can be downloaded from our website so you can have a go at making your own Mary Quant dress. Textile print is engineered into the silhouette of this dress so it will be cut out afterwards and then stitched up into a finished garment. So the idea is that these three finished community stitched garments will come back into the museum, people can visit them but they can also see this collection of garments that they've contributed to. The Sewing Box is a live research project and we really hope that people after visiting they will have left feeling inspired empowered and upskilled and nurtured and enabled to make something small and make a change to the habits that they already have around clothing and fashion and how they care for clothing in their own wardrobe. As an individual we can all do something and it can be a small act but collectively they do join up and they can make a bigger impact. So whether it's learning a repair technique, whether it's washing our clothing just that little bit less, or whether it's about using what we already have 
and even a little bit longer. It's been a real delight to see different generations coming together over sewing. People are sharing stories and knowledge and they're really enjoying themselves. It's been really good fun. The project will be revisited when we reopen and it will continue to evolve over time. But in the meantime, please download any of the resources and have a go. We're interacting with the Future Sewing Box hashtag. Um, so we will respond to you and we're really excited to see what you do. But this, um, the insights and the questions and anything that you share with us, this will really be used to inform our next steps for the project. There's lots of acknowledgements and they're listed here in this presentation, but this project was realised in partnership between the University of Dundee and VNA Dundee. It was curated by our exhibitions team, Meredith Moore and Becca Clark. Scott Brotherton from Exhibitions designed everything. Um, but as well as the designers who generously shared their work and allowed that to be featured, um, people were really generous with their time. So advisors to this project has been Sophie McKinley, who's our Director of Programme and Exhibitions, Davina Ehrman, um, Senior Fashion Curator from v London, who led the Fashion from Nature exhibition, Professor Rebecca Early from the Centre for Circular Design, and the design team at Ideal London, who lead up the circular economy work, especially Ariane Orley. Um, but last but not least, the Young People's Collective at VNA Dundee were absolutely fantastic. They were very direct and honest about what would entice them to take on these skills, what they wanted to learn, how they would use it, how they would work together with their friends. So a massive thank you to them. And finally, we look forward to hearing for, from you. So please do share um, any insights, top tips, anything that you think is useful to grow and shape this project moving forward. And take care, everyone. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. You can find more stories and resources on our website at vam.ac.uk forward slash Dundee. That's vam.ac.uk forward slash Dundee. Thank you.